From lawfare to lawyer fare, it's not such a big stretch. It's just an extension of the left's tactics to try to rule and subjugate the rest of us. We're here to talk about it today. Greetings and welcome to Resurgence Podcast. I am your humble and obedient host, Andrew Thomas, and we're going to take up an issue that's close to my heart today, and that is the war on lawyers. Conservative lawyers, that is, those who actually oppose the left and their agenda, which they aggressively push in all directions and through all institutions, but the law is a special emphasis and has been for some time. That's what I'm calling lawyer fare, the extension of lawfare to attacks on lawyers to try to take out the key generals, if you will, for the other side. And that has been a long time project of the left, but we're seeing it displayed very effectively and very ruthlessly currently against lawyers for President Trump and his campaign. In particular, the 2020 campaign, the 2024 campaign is still taking shape, but we're going to talk about that today with a special emphasis on a lawyer I discussed last week who is heavily involved in the fight to find out what happened in the election in Georgia in 2020, and that is Cleta Mitchell. She was on the phone call we discussed with President Trump and Brad Raffensperger, the Secretary of State of Georgia, and we're going to talk about what has happened to Cleta Mitchell, and her career is basically been destroyed because she asked some probing and relevant questions in that phone call. And if you haven't listened to that podcast, The Devil Went Down to Georgia, that's uh, last week's podcast that will tell you more about her role and will help to explain how unfair this is. In the past, the left has had a decentralized effort to attack lawyers who oppose them. After the 2020 election, they came together with a group called the 65 Project, which is centralizing and spearheading these efforts. It's filing ethics complaints against Trump lawyers, Trump campaign lawyers all over the country. They've drawn blood already. Rudy Giuliani has been suspended indefinitely from the practice of law. John Eastman a great constitutional lawyer, conservative from California, has already been told that the California State Bar is going to seek his disbarment. Jenna Ellis got the monkey off her back by essentially betraying the Trump campaign and MAGA. You can read more about it in my article on my resurgent substack entitled The Craven Surrender of Jenna Ellis. But again, I want to focus now on Cleta Mitchell. The 65 Project has now filed two ethics complaints targeting Cleta Mitchell. The first one was filed last year in the District of Columbia. The second was filed this year in Georgia. And again, that's related to the phone call in which she attempted to get answers to what had happened in the elections there. Cleta Mitchell is a distinguished conservative attorney, and believe me, there aren't many in this country because the left browbeats lawyers into becoming leftists like themselves. It starts in law school and continues throughout one's career. But the title of this article, this is from Left Wing Salon, came out in 2021, a very revealing story. The title is One Phone Call with Donald Trump Destroyed This Republican Lawyer's Career. Subtitle, Veteran GOP Attorney Cleta Mitchell was forced to resign after taking part in Trump's infamous Georgia call. And the article goes on to outline how Mitchell was forced to resign as a partner at the, as they put it in the article correctly, prominent Washington-based firm Foley and Lardner. After it became clear she had, as they say, secretly aided former President Trump's efforts to overturn the election results, 
in violation of the firm's policy. Well, a couple of things. Yeah, it's interesting. The firm had a policy of not challenging the 2020 election results. Gee, I wonder what party and what cause that firm policy benefited. That policy by itself tells you everything you need to know about the dominant politics in the legal profession and, and among top law firms, notably. It talks about how Mitchell had been legal counsel for both the National Republican Senatorial Committee and the National Republican Congressional Committee. She had also been counsel for the National Rifle Association. She had represented a number of prominent Republican politicians, Senators Marco Rubio, Pat Toomey, Roy Blunt. She'd served on the board of a number of powerful conservative organizations, including the NRA, the Bradley Foundation, which, full disclosure, provided a stipend for me to write a book many years ago. So I'm, I'm familiar with them. The article talks about how Mitchell was a strong conservative. She had spoken out fiercely against marriage equality, as they put it. You know what that means. Uh, led attacks on the IRS amid allegations that Tea Party-affiliated nonprofits were treated unfairly by the Obama administration. And it criticized coronavirus restrictions for allegedly infringing on religious groups' rights. You can she see she was a marked woman. The article ends by saying, after the news of the Raffensperger phone call surfaced, Foley and Lardner released a statement saying that the first policy barred it from representing anyone trying to contest the 2020 election results, and that it was quote-unquote concerned by Mitchell's role in the call and was quote working to understand her involvement more thoroughly, end quote. She resigned the next day, blaming a quote massive pressure campaign brought against her by quote leftist groups via social media. And of course the left wasn't done with her. The 65 Project filed a complaint against her in the District of Columbia, their Office of Disciplinary Counsel, seeking professional discipline up to and including disbarment of Mitchell, this great conservative lawyer. But so now she's dealing with that. She's been kicked out of her great law firm. Now she's towards the end of her career, so the story isn't as tragic as it could be. But nevertheless, she is yet another victim of leftist lawfare, and that lawfare is ongoing in her disciplinary cases. Well, that's it for this episode of the Resurgence Podcast. I told you you're going to learn things here that you're not going to hear from others, either because they don't have the guts to say it, or they'd rather talk about things that a lot of times are more frivolous, or their focus is elsewhere. I want to thank you so much for joining me. If you haven't yet subscribed, please do subscribe to my Resurgence podcast. It is free, and you also will get my articles twice a week for free. That's on uh, the Resurgence uh, Substack, and the link should be on your podcast provider wherever you're listening. Thank you again for listening. Keep the faith and keep on trucking. May your day be full of green lights and blue skies, and we will talk to you again next week. 